The Sports Talk with Harrison Chase, live from Methuen Community Studios. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio, coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios. If you have a take or comment, feel free to call in by dialing 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. I would first like to say happy Election Day, everybody, and remember to go out and vote. If you haven't yet, polls close at 7 o'clock tonight, so go out and and vote, cast your choice, and uh, if you're a uh, local resident, you can tune in at 7:30 uh, on Methuen Community Television and uh, and he- hear and see uh, our uh, election night uh, news, if you will. So uh, you can tune in at uh, at 7:30 uh, that way uh, to keep up to date on the numbers coming in live uh, with the updates uh, on who won what race starting off uh, the show with some sad news though is uh, former Boston Red Sox player and broadcaster Jerry Remy uh, passed away this weekend after seven battles uh, with cancer uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to his family and friends uh, the Nesson family and uh, of course the the Red Sox family and Red Sox uh, community uh, obviously a legend uh, you know you beat cancer uh, six times. You would think the seventh time you'd beat it again. Um, but I have to say, when you know when 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 I saw him throw out the first pitch, I think it was against the Yankees in the wild card. He he didn't look good. Um, I I I think that 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 said a lot. I think that said a lot. Um, so just something to, you know, disappointing disappointing news. Um, but uh, you know he he had uh, he had a heck of a fight. He had a heck of a fight. Uh, you know he had a tough fight. You know aside from aside from cancer, uh, you know his son obviously got into uh, into trouble, uh, ending up in in prison, uh, which you know ultimately ultimately uh, you know was probably one of the factors that uh, led to Jerry's depression, and uh, that was something that he said that he dealt with. Uh, in the past years, you know, in his daily, his daily, um, you know, schedule was something that was very beneficial to him, uh, you know, especially on, especially on game days. Uh, so anyways, th- thoughts and prayers uh, go out to Jerry Remy and his family and, and the Nesson family and the Red Sox family. Um, you know, we hope you're in a better place now, Jerry, and, um, you know, you, you don't have any more, don't have any more pain anymore. Um, so if you want to call in, you can, you know, we can talk about Jerry Remy and, and your experience, uh, with him. Um, but moving on to some Boston sports, the Boston Celtics beat the Hornets last week in overtime, 140 to 129, then lost to the Washington Wizards Wednesday night at home, 116 to 107. And then again, Friday, uh, Friday, but in Washington in another overtime game, 115 to 112. Then to wrap up the past week, they also lost to the Chicago Bulls last night, 128-114. to If you ask me, they're not in a good place right now uh, with a losing record of 2-5 two, two and five, and in uh, the 12th place of the Eastern Conference. I know it's early. I know a lot of you will say it's early, but it sure does not look, uh, look promising for them. Coming up the, this week for the Seas, they'll play the Orlando Magic tomorrow night, then the Miami Heat uh, Thursday night, and then the Dallas Mavericks on Saturday uh, to wrap up the upcoming week. The Bruins also had a tough uh, tough week last week, losing two out of their three games. They lost against the Florida Panthers last Wednesday night 4-1, then to the Carolina Hurricanes on Thursday, uh, getting shut out 3 to nothing. Then in an exciting end uh, uh, to the week at home against the Panthers, they beat them in a shootout, 3-2 Saturday night. They'll play the Red Wings Thursday night and then the Maple Leafs on Saturday. Uh, you know, just for just a reminder, they're coming off of uh, like a four or five game uh, rest period. Uh, you know, they haven't played since Saturday and their next game's Thursday. So they have a lot of, 
lot of time to rest up and, and, and uh, recharge themselves, if you will. Happening in the last uh, week in the NFL, last Monday night, the New Orleans Saints beat the Seattle Seahawks in a close game, 13-10. Then on Thursday night football in another close game, the Green Bay Packers took down the Arizona Cardinals, 24-21. And in an upset on Sunday, the New Orleans Saints kept their winning streak alive, taking down the Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady, 36-27. The Patriots and myself were out in L.A. Sunday playing against the Los Angeles Chargers. I wasn't playing against them, but the Patriots were. I was just a spectator, uh, and the and the Chargers lost. They lost to the Patriots 27-24 to in a heck of a game. So catching you up uh, with the World Series, uh, the Atlanta Braves uh, lead the series 3-2, heading to Game 6 in Atlanta Wednesday night. And if necessary, Game 7 Thursday night will be in Atlanta as well. So obviously a tough, tough, uh, tough situation that, that the Astros are in. And, and you would definitely give the, uh, give the stick to, uh, you know, to the, to the, uh, to the Braves. Uh, with that, let's go to, uh, Ray Methuen. Ray, what's going on? Hey, it's a wonderful day. It's a wonderful day. I hope everybody has, uh, especially your Amazon uh, uh, listeners, uh, have been out to uh, vote. A lot of hotly contested uh, races here on voting day in Methuen. But that being said, let's. Uh, I'm glad you didn't greet me the way you normally do. This is the negativity. I want to. No, no, no. That's not the name. It's Mister Positively Negative Ray. Oh, oh, okay. Don't forget well, the positive part in there, will you? Okay, well, now we just uh, stop it at positive because, you know, congratulations to the Red Sox for achieving what they did achieve. We want to uh, say thank you to them for giving us uh, a little thrill at the end of the uh, the regular season. And now I guess we should be cheering on the Braves so that uh, Major League Baseball finds out just what a fiasco it was to pull the uh, all-star game away from uh, from Georgia. But that that being said, you know, congratulations. Good to uh, that you're back on, on the air today. I know you had a uh, busy weekend. You were, you were uh, letting the folks know. So uh, congratulations on that. But what are we going to do with Thank you. our Celtics? With our Celtics? I don't know. Right. I, I, have, uh, I have no idea. They're in a... Like I said in the, in the beginning uh, comments, they're not in a good place by any means. No, absolutely not. They gave up a 19-point uh, uh, advantage yesterday. I mean, they're up by 19 points, and they lose by a ton. It, it was horrible, horrible to watch that game. So, you know, what, what can we cheer for them? Can we cheer for the uh, Celtics? Can we cheer well, for the Bruins? The, Bru- the well, Bruins are having their problems too. But let's go back to the Celtics real quick. Okay. I, and I don't know if you saw this uh, comment or not, but Marcus Smart last night said, uh, "I would just like to play basketball. Every team knows we're trying to go to Jason and Jalen. Every team is programmed and studied to stop Jason and Jalen. I think everybody's scouting report is to make those guys pass the ball. They don't want to pass the ball." That's something that they're going to learn. They're still learning. We're proud of the progress they're making, but they've, they're going to have to make another step and find ways to not only create for themselves, but create for others on this team to open up the court for them. Well, so to you, me, you, that shows right. lots of animosity and lots of, uh, well, I guess doesn't seem like the uh, locker room seems to be getting along too much. No, it it doesn't seem that way, uh, especially with uh, Marcus coming out with those uh, remarks. But uh, I think I think he's speaking the truth. I think he's speaking the truth that. Uh, yeah, but you, you know, with him coming out like that, with him coming out like that, that singles him out just as much himself. I've said this multiple times on this show. Marcus Smart wants to be the guy who saves the day, who's the hero at the end of the game, who can shoot the three and make it at the buzzer beater and be the hero. Marcus Smart, you're not that guy. 
You're not that guy, pal, okay? He is fantastic on defense, okay? But as far as offense is concerned, keep the ball out of his hands. Keep the ball out of his hands. Well, you know, they're still trying for those three-pointers. They're not driving to the hoop where they can draw a foul and perhaps convert a layup uh, and get the uh, get the penalty shot. And you and I, you and I will agree on this. I don't like where the game uh, has gone. Everybody thinks, oh, let's let's huck the three up. Let's huck the three up. Well, yeah, I get it. You know, you're you know, if you make the three, well, there's three points. But if you don't, there's zero. Why wouldn't you just take well, the open lane, drive to the hoop, and get two points, or draw the foul and at least get one point? Because as far as I'm concerned, one point is better than zero. I know you're 100% right on that. Uh, however, you are paid for your offense. The big payday comes because you have uh, uh, scored X amount of points in your uh your past year or uh, your past two years. That's when your big payday comes. Not because you have uh, X amount of steals and you stop the ball going to the hoop uh, so many times. You get paid because you score. And that's that's the problem with the NBA. And I think they're going to lose a lot of uh, viewership as far as that. I, I don't know if if people are going to continue to spend the money to go to Boston Garden. It's, uh, you know, it's it's something that has to be worked out. Now, the Celtics have to figure it out. I want to fill you you in on this uh, because uh, I had some uh, correspondence uh, at the Garden last Wednesday for the game. And according to them, uh, even though there is a mask mandate in Boston, they're not really enforcing it at the Garden. Now, as you know, at the Garden, they are enforcing the fact that you have to show them uh, a COVID vaccination card and, and, proof of, and proof of vaccine. Correct. Now, what I would say to that is, why do we have to show you a proof of va- vaccination if we have to wear a mask anyways inside? But no, you're, you're right about from that, my understanding, from my understanding... You show them the vaccination card, but the thing is, is that they're not enforcing the mask mandate inside the garden. So, from my understanding, there might be, you know, 85, 90% of the crowd that doesn't have masks on. That 5, 10, 15% of uh, the crowd does have masks on, but not many people do. So, what I would say is for everybody debating going to the game because you might have to wear a mask the whole game, I'd say go. Because from my understanding, it doesn't seem like you have to wear one if you don't want to. No, well, that may be true. But in order to get into the building, you have to show your vaccination card, which I think is uh, ridiculous. Uh, They tell us that if we're vaccinated, we're good. They tell us we can't spread it. But yet they're requiring us to show that we are vaccinated. Well, let's get off the political stuff and and just uh, talk uh, talk sports. Uh, Boy, that's usually me that has to say that, not you. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but uh, I'm sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of these politicians who put up uh, phony, uh, phony phony mandates. And I think that's a phony mandate. Uh, just like uh, when you're in. Uh, you know, you're walking into a store and it says, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. If you're not, we, we encourage you wearing a mask. Well, no, nobody's asking whether or not you are fully vaccinated or so forth. They have it because some politicians said you have to have it. And that, and that's basically all, all there is to it. All right, back. But, I'm going to tell you the same thing you said to me. Back on sports. Back on sports. You're right. And... Uh, Patriots gave us a, a good game on Sunday. And, yes, they and did. Hopefully, and hopefully it's, going to, it's signs of uh, things to come, that the team is coming together. But I'm still concerned about their uh, their defense. Now, they haven't done anything as far as the trade is concerned, correct? The trade deadline is today. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I can check in on that. I haven't heard anything, though. 
Well, I know, and I haven't seen anything coming across. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm in a situation where I can't uh, can't look uh, look those things up. But uh, yeah, no, no, no news ahead of the trade deadline. Okay, and when is the trade deadline? Is it uh, this evening? Uh, See, I'm not sure I, because baseball is uh, always like four o'clock in the afternoon. So I was just wondering what the uh, NFL is doing. I don't. I, I don't know when. Uh, when the trade deadline is. Right. So. Uh, so anyway, that's how it is. You know what I it's, mean? I think it was four o'clock because it's behind us. Okay. All right. So the so the Patriots haven't done anything. No, they didn't do anything. Or at least nothing has been uh, announced. Okay. Nope. And you know what's going to happen uh, if they traded for somebody? It was only going to be because of uh, them giving up. Uh, draft choices in future years so right right uh because he's, he doesn't he just doesn't have the uh the capital with the bodies to to uh trade for another body right no we listen we have to step up our defense you're right you know it's 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 the one thing we've been saying all year uh we have to step up the defense you know during the game the uh announcers were uh Talking about Jacoby Myers and how Jacoby Myers was hurting them, and uh, whether it was because he had a uh, a penalty at the wrong place or he was out of position, and then you have to realize that Jacoby Myers is actually playing out of position because of the injuries, and he would have been he would have been at safety if McCordy wasn't able to uh, play. But he's more of a slot uh, receiver type guy, you know. He he covers the slot, and when he's on the outside as a cornerback, he just doesn't have the speed. He doesn't have the height to compete with uh, some of these taller receivers. So, you know, I, I was buying that line that he was out of position, this, that, and then I researched it a little and, and found out that he's actually out of position and he's out of position because of necessity because they don't have cornerbacks whether or not well, we can argue whether or not they uh, should have uh, they should have uh, signed Jacoby uh, on I mean Stefan Gilbert but that uh, ship has sailed as they say and Gilbert will be out for blood I'm sure this coming uh, weekend when the Patriots play Carolina, so it's just one of those things. You know, Gilbert came off the uh, he came off the uh, injury reserve list uh, this past weekend, and now he's ready for he's ready for Bear and he's ready for the Patriots. Yeah, you know, but one thing that is attractive is that the Patriots have a pretty good path. Like they can easily win uh, six games in a row here. Uh, you know, they won the last two. They have the Panthers this week, which they should be the beat. Then they have the Browns; they should beat them. Uh, then they have the Falcons; they should beat them. And I, I was gonna say that the Titans was gonna be a tough game, but I'd say not anymore because their uh, star running back uh, Derrick Henry is now out for the season. That's so right. there's six That's games right. that they can possibly win there in a row, and then they have the Bills twice in three weeks. That's going to be tough. You know, if we can at least win one of those games, I think it's good. Well, and we should beat the on. and we should beat the Colts. So listen, I think the Patriots. I said this last week, Ray. Uh, the Patriots winning yesterday's game was big. Gives the momentum. I felt that momentum coming out of Foxborough uh, two Sundays ago after the Patriots walked all over the Jets, fifty-four thirteen. I said, listen, they have they have some groove in their step. Mac Jones looks good. He looks happy on the sidelines. And, you know, here they go. They're looking ahead. They're feeling good. They have some positivity. They went out to L.A., across the country, different time zone. As you can hear it in my voice, I'm not back on the time zone yet. <laughs> and, you yeah, know, yeah. they you know they, they went out there and they beat the Chargers. We were the better team. We beat them. Yeah. And, here we, and here we have... Four games ahead of us, the Panthers, Browns, Falcons, and Titans, all games we should win. All games we should win. Well, 
Well, we're going to have to see what happens on Sunday. And with that, uh, I'm just going to let you go and uh, free up the lines for you. All right. Thank you, Ray. I appreciate it. Okay. So have a good uh, good program. Okay. Thank you, Ray. Have a good day. Thank you. All right. So there you have it. Uh, Ray from uh, Methuen there uh, calling in. And, of course, uh, reminding uh, everybody to go out and uh, and vote. And so with that, let's go to Matt from uh, Rhode Island. Matt, go ahead. Hey, Harry, how are you doing today? Doing good. How are you? I cannot complain. You must have had a good weekend out there in L.A. Well, listen, uh, as you— birthday weekend. Great birthday weekend. Uh, if anybody didn't know, it was, it was my 21st birthday weekend out in L.A., uh, I'd like to thank my parents for taking me out there and my brother taking me out there. I had a great time. In fact, you could probably hear that in my voice. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, the time change, the time change, the jet lag, it's a lot. It's a lot. My whole my whole head's uh, congested from the from the flight. Yep. No, it's a real thing. And uh, happy birthday again to you. Thank you, you my man. Great birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, just touch on the past game quick. They should have beaten them by more, honestly. They should. They should. They have. Should have. They had some red zone opportunities in the first half, and they squandered points. And even with that boring fumble in the second half, so they should have really. It could have easily been a twenty-point victory. So that was really, really encouraging. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and, and just finding a way. In when Mac did not have his best, when he seemed a little sped up in the middle of the game, just. Him finding it enough to win was a really encouraging sign for me as well, just because a rookie quarterback, quarterback could easily get frazzled there and start doing things that's out of his control or out of his ability. And the game could have turned quick there. So I thought that was a really good maturity step by Mac there to really find it later in the game and just compose himself to will his team to victory. I don't know if he felt the same. Yeah, no, I did. It was good to see. It was good to see the team gather around Mac when he wasn't a hundred percent. But he did, you know, like I said, he did he did really good, and uh, the team did really good rallying around him. Um, and you know, like I've been saying the whole show, that I mean, the defense just has to set it up and I and uh, step it up. Sorry, and I think you covered it the yeah. best. Should have been a twenty point win, you know. It could have been like yeah. the uh, like the Jets game, you know. Right. Um, so, anyways, yeah, I. Listen, I I said this last week. I said uh, I said you know the, the Patriots coming off of this big win against the Jets, fifty four thirteen, right? Gives them lots of motivation yep. going into the Chargers game. I've never seen them have this much motivation. Uh, you know, at least coming out of the Jets game, they flew across the country and they beat the Chargers. That's huge. And and I said if they beat the Chargers. After that, looks very promising. And these next four games that they have are very doable. They have the Panthers, the Browns, the Falcons, and the Titans. Like I said to Ray, right. the Titans were, in fact, you know, I'll be honest with you. I had the Patriots going, I think, 15-2 and two this year, okay? At the start of the season, I was very optimistic. Everybody's going to say, oh, you're crazy. Fine. But I'll tell you this. The two games I had them losing were the Titans and the Bills back-to-back weeks, okay? Yep. But now, I think they're going to win that game against the Titans at home because the Titans are with the running back, Derrick Henry. And right. I think that's all they have. So, yeah, these next four games are very doable. And then, hey, if we have a six-game winning streak right there and, and we're heading into the Bills game, I'm not going to say that's not doable. Yeah, it's a whole different atmosphere or a whole different feel to that game If we, rather than us going in, just being middle of the pack, a 500 team. If we go into Absolutely. that game on a six-game win streak, like you said, it honestly it wakes the Bills up a little bit. It makes them almost fear us a little Yeah, uh, going into that game. And that, that obviously that changes every complexion. So that'll be interesting to see. Hopefully, I think they will continue it. I, I, I really think they do. I really think they turned a corner with that Jets game. And uh, obviously it showed uh, two days ago as well. So hopefully they just keep on the track, and I think, I think they will. Um, but you know why the real, real topic I wanted to hit on here. Go uh, ahead today. Bring it to me, uh, and and let me just before you, before you do that, uh, for anybody that wasn't listening 10, 10, 15 minutes ago, before I get Matt fired up, well he's already fired up, but let me read you what Marcus Smart said last night 
I quote, I would just like to play basketball. Every team knows we're trying to go to Jason and Jalen. Every team is programmed and studied to stop Jason and Jalen. I think everybody's scouting report is to make those guys pass the ball. They don't want to pass the ball. That's something that they're going to learn. They're still learning. We're proud of the progress they're making, but they're going to have to make another step and find ways to not only create for themselves, but create for others on this team to open up the court for them. End quote. Matt, Mark is smart coming out. Listen, I I think I said this last week to you. The Celtics have, or it might have been a question I posed to you. Do we have too many one-people talents and not team guys? And this Marcus Smart going out on record saying something like this, it it only makes things worse. Only makes things worse. I can't imagine what the locker room's like right now. Can't can't imagine they're getting lo- they're getting along. We know Marcus Smart is a hothead. Talk to me, Matt. I, I mean, this can't make things any better. Any better. Oh man, you know. I, I... They go up 14 last night, going into the fourth against the Bulls. They get outscored by 27 or whatever it was in the fourth and lose by 15 or 14. And then to see what Marcus Smart says after the game, I, I, I honestly, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe it. I, I was like, this has to be fake. Like he, it, it's got to be fake. Like, what was he thinking? Like, like I honestly want to know what he was thinking. I don't know. But it doesn't make things easy in the locker room. It it makes things worse. He just made things ten times worse. Like I I understand the point of playing more team basketball, but the the way you the way he does it completely exposes the two corner pieces of the franchise that are what twenty five and twenty three, twenty four years old. The guys are only getting better. They have they they're all stars already, and and they're all, and Tatum's to tr- trying to creep into the top fifteen of the league. Like I. I understand what he's saying about playing more team basketball, but the way he did it, saying that, and a separate part of the quote that got missed out there, or that like isn't getting reported enough, is him saying, "I can't do much when I'm just standing in the corner." Well, that's his fault. Like I said to Ray, and like I said to you last week, Matt, that's his fault for trying to stand in the corner and shoot the three and be the hero. I said this last week, Matt. I said, Marcus Smart, you're not that guy. You're not that guy. He's unbelievable on defense, but offense, man, cut it out. I mean, it's it, it's unbelievable. It goes back to when a couple weeks ago when he says, talking about his free agency, when he signed the extension with Boston, and he goes, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was I, it was really enticing to go, go for my money and go sign somewhere else for big money, but, you know, I, I ended up not to, like, like what? Like, like what are you doing? Like, just just say what other opportunities out there, but you want to stay in Boston. Like, like what are you saying? And then yeah. him continuously wanting to be the center of attention on this team is going to get only worse. And again, I understand what he's saying about playing more team basketball because we've talked about it. They're they're playing a lot of individual basketball right now. But the way he could have done it, like sit the team down in the locker room, have a constructive conversation with everybody, and make sure that everyone gets their voice heard and see and makes them. I guess everyone have their concerns, voice their concerns to make the team better. I mean, it, there's so many better ways you could have went about it, man. Like, I, I I don't understand what he was doing. Like, he's just making more media attention towards us now because now you know the mainstream media, every single time Jason and Jalen speak to the media, they're going to say, well, what do you think of the Marcus? What do you think of his comments? So, right. Do you guys not pass? Do you guys have rift in the locker room? They're going to have to deal with that. It's, gonna, it's like a whole Kyrie situation again. They're going to have to deal with this the entire season now saying, well, the dynamic of the locker room doesn't seem too good when your own guys are calling you out for not passing the ball. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. It was just, it was. I felt like it was really. I understand the point he was trying to make, but there's. It seems really unprofessional. Just go and do that, and just throw your teammates under the bus like that. Like, I understand he was trying to say it's more team basketball. These guys are going to learn. They're going to keep improving. But to just flat out say I can't do much when I'm sitting in the corner, and then say they don't want to pass the ball. Like, come on, man. Like that, that's just. That's not going to help you. It's only going to hurt you. And so, let me ask you this, Matt. Does this show that uh, Ima Udoka, the head coach of the Celtics, doesn't have a control on the team and that uh, Brad Stevens doesn't and the Celtics organization doesn't have control on the organization? Because I think you and I will both agree that uh, 
nothing like that would ever come out of the uh, Patriots organization. I think somebody would be fired for that. Yeah, I mean, and that's a great point. I think you're absolutely right when, I mean, people were ragging on Brad Stevens for not controlling Marcus Smart when he never made any comments like this last year. In fact, he actually dealt with it in the locker room. It didn't say anything to the media. Right. And then as soon as Udoka comes in, the first thing he does when there's tension is go right to the media and throw his teammates under the bus. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's, really, it's, it's really interesting, actually, now to see that people that wanted Brad out of the coaching job that were honestly forced him out because he wanted to leave because he couldn't do it anymore. I mean, it's interesting to see how good of a coach he really was because now not even a coach, just a mentor as well, just keeping those guys together somewhat at least. And, I mean, to see what's happening. And I, I understand it's very early in, in Udoka and all that. It's, it's his first coaching job. But the early signs are not good. They're no, not good. Not at all. Two and five, two and five, and losing losing to the Wizards twice, which they're going nowhere, and their record is ridiculous. That five and one is it's not telling. And then to lose those two games, and then to lose a fifteen point lead, nineteen point lead in the third quarter, they had it, it's just bad loss after bad loss, and then to get blown out by the thirty to third by thirty five a couple weeks ago. We talked about that with the Raptors. I mean, I don't know. We, they haven't won at home yet. It's yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm honestly, it's very early, but I'm starting to be very concerned about Udoka already. I mean, I understand it's very early and all that. People are gonna make the argument you got to get him a shot. Well, when Marcus Smart's coming out there and doing that seven games into the season, throwing your teammates under the bus, it's not a good look. It's not a good look for the grasp we have in the locker room. It's not a good look for the relationships that the players have with each other. It's only gonna make it worse. So I, I really don't know where they're going to go from here. I mean, I, you figure they're only going to play worse. I don't think they could play better by that, by those comments. People are just going to get discouraged. It's, it's very Jason and Jalen are going to get discouraged. And that's obviously what you don't want. So I, I, I'm, I'm still shocked. You can, you can tell. I'm, I, I can't believe he said that. I really can't. Yeah, and, and like, like you and I said, it doesn't, obviously doesn't make things uh, any better. If anything, just makes things ten times worse. So yeah, I mean, I I don't know, I don't know, man. It, it's going to be interesting to see uh, where things go from here. I mean, yeah, yeah I I haven't right. been in the I haven't been in the garden yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you know, if they start getting booed, you know, off the court and stuff. Well, if you look, if you look at ticket prices, they're all the way down. But people just don't want to go. Right. I mean, it's. And it's just, it's sad. I mean, and Al Horford's doing his best. I, I saw what he said in the media last night. I saw what he did trying to help hype up the crowd in the fourth quarter. I mean, he's doing his best. He's a true professional. I think we both know that. Yep. And I, it's it's tough because he was so excited to come back here and to go through this turmoil this early. It's it's tough to see. So we can only hope for the best, hope they turn it around within this next week. Um, but they got to do some serious soul searching for what this team's actually going to be. Yeah, they they absolutely do, and um, yeah, I I just uh, I don't know. And the reality is, scary. it's not just Jason and Jalen that are playing consistently through the first seven games. Everyone's not playing well. Like that, that's the other thing that got me confused. Like Smart is putting the blame on them, but last time I checked, you're two and five, and I don't think anyone's playing their best basketball right now. Yeah, so, nope, uh, I, I I agree with that completely. Yeah, so well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I assume I assume Smart's going to talk to Jason and Jalen behind closed doors and clarify what he meant. But I don't know how far that will go. With you. I mean, but I I can just also at the same time I can see Marcus Smart trying to punch them at the same time yeah. behind closed doors. Yeah, he, he really is so unpredictable. He's a he's a hothead. He's happen. a hothead. You see yeah. him on the court. He tries throwing punches on the court. I wouldn't try. If I was Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, I wouldn't be behind closed doors with them. Nope. Not having it. Not them three. You'll get punched. Well, and the thing that got me, too, was that I was so under the impression before these comments that he was the leader in that locker room and that everyone kept saying he's the heart and soul of this team. He keeps his team together. Well, you would think that he never would say that as a leader and he would be more constructive and say, yeah, we're going to figure this out. And he said that all last year under Brad. It just goes back to the new coaching point. Like, did they not have right. control? Like, I, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's really troubling. It's really, really troubling. So, I mean, well, we will see. We will see. Hopefully they figure it out and um, they all they all work towards a, a constructive goal that they can be 
teammates, um, like play like teammates again. I mean, because it hasn't looked like it through the first seven games, so we'll see where that goes. But very disappointing uh, last night in the comments that followed, so we'll see what happens. Yep, I agree with you. Anything else, Matt? Uh, that is it for uh, for me. we got the Brian opener next week. Uh, oh, how was that, that game? Act. How was that game last uh, Monday night? It was actually the preseason. Electric. They had, they actually, so on the Nichols, so we played Nichols College, and our old provost uh, just got hired this year by Nichols. Okay. So that's why they came to us. And actually, our Bryant's assistant coach is now the head coach of Nichols. So oh, nice. So it's a small world. It's like a pipeline over there. Um, so they ended up coming to us, and they're really good. They're, so they're a D3 school. They play in the same conference as Endicott. I'm sure you know them, obviously. Yep, yep. Um, so they're actually a really good D3 team, and what was great was that Nichols ended up bringing almost, I think it was about 2,000 kids to the game. Wow. So it was a really great, it was a really great wow. atmosphere for, the, for a preseason game. It was a packed gym. Uh, we, we ended up blowing them out by, I think it was like 107 to 71 or something like that. But, wow. I mean, it was a close game for a while. I mean, it took us a little bit to get going. And the coach even said after the game, he was like, these guys are, you can say what they want, but they're, they're a good school over there, and they're a good team. So it was, it was, good. It was good for preseason. Um, we open up next week. I actually saw the head coach today. We had a, one of my classmates was interviewing him for, a, for one of our classes, so he said it on that interview, and he's really excited about the season. Um, and they open up next week, and they're actually offering – so they end up playing in Daytona Beach um, the 20th and 21st of November, I believe. And they're offering a raffle for uh, students, for one or two students to get a round trip down there with, with uh, hotel set up and flights, everything, to go watch them play down there. Wow, that's awesome then, that they're doing that. Yeah, so it's, it's really exciting. There's a really good buzz around this team. And, just, and the fact that they're doing stuff like that only increases it. So, oh, absolutely. Um, we'll see. We'll, we'll see next week. I mean, I'm... I'm really excited for us to play you guys down there, Merrimack, and you guys come to us. I've been saying it for a while now, but it's starting. It's, it's close. Well, yeah, because it's it's also like it's it's different this year. Like I've been saying with uh, with all college sports, because um, y- there's fans. You know, now there's right. fans, and it's something you and I talked about last week because you said how you know you were going to be in person for the um, for the for the expedition. Yep. Uh, yeah, expedition game. Um, uh, last Monday night, and um, but yeah, it was it was it's 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 gonna be exciting. It's gonna be exciting. Yeah. I'm trying to man. We have a long we have a long way until we play each other though. January twenty first and January twenty seventh. Jeez. Jeez, we got towards the end of the season, so we got a long way. Well, hopefully, we'll be at our best forms, right? We'll be at the best form of each team. Yeah. So uh, that'll be good. But yeah. Um, yeah, it was funny. The coach said yeah, during the interview today that he just lives for fans in the stands. Oh yeah, like it was it was it was a great last year because they made that run. But there's just nothing like fans in the stands. So it's it's going to be really exciting this year. Um, being my senior year is the last ride I got with this, uh, rooting for a team to go to the NCAA tournament. So uh, hopefully, hopefully we make it far. Uh, we got the pieces too, so we'll see how the team uh, plays out. But it's a really exciting buzz around campus. So. Uh, Oh, we'll see the Warriors soon, that is for sure. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I don't know about soon, but long time. But, yeah, yeah it'll be, it'll be fun. Good. Yeah, definitely will. All right, well, thank you for taking my call. Uh, we had a little good rant there, good uh, good little get-it-out session about the Celtics there. Uh, That's right. I think, call next week. I think I have to start uh, charging you counseling rates. <laughs> yeah, really, honestly, you're right. So hopefully they uh, they improve next week. We'll have a little better, calmer conversation about the team and more positive. So we'll see. Let's hope so. Thank thank you as always, Matt. Yeah. Yes. All right. Talk to you later. Have a good show. Thanks. All right. So there's uh, Matt from uh, Rhode Island for you. And uh, as always, you can call in 978-301-6877. My friend Bob from Methuen, what's going on? Hey, my buddy Harrison, how are you? You don't sound too good. You got a sounds like you got a bad head cold. Yeah, bad head cold. You know what it was? I was out. I was out in L.A. Uh, for my twenty-first birthday this past weekend for the Patriots versus the Chargers game. I came home yesterday, and I have that head cold from the uh, from the jet lag. Oh my goodness! Well, you know, 
not that a cold is good, but for the reasons why you got it, I think I would get, I'd have one too. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you have it. Well, today was a good day. I, uh, at the voting place that I voted, I bumped into a really good friend of mine. His name is Ray. Oh, Ray from Methuen. And- I call him Mr. Positively Negative Ray. No, no, no. no I no, hope he was positive not. with you. We we talked about our second most favorite subject. As you know, his f- favorite subject is sports. But his second favorite, in case you didn't know, was politics. Oh, yeah. So being at the polling places today in Methuen, that's what we talked about. So it was really nice to see him again, you know. And it's, it's, I'm so glad they have called you today. You know, work has interfered with a couple of days a week and it happens to be the nights that you're on. But I just want to touch base with the Patriots a little bit, if I may. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, you know, at the beginning of the season, Harrison, I was a little, you know, skeptical about how things were going with them, especially, you know, with uh, with Mac and, you know, how I thought Belichick was holding back the reins a little bit because he is a rookie. But, boy, I'll tell you, as the weeks are going by and they're going by fast, I see a huge improvement with Mac. And I think I see some improvement with Belichick letting him go a little bit. You know, yep, I, I agree. A pretty good job. Yep. And, you know, as, as weak as the AFC East is, well, not the East, but the AFC, I think the Patriots have a really good shot uh, going forward, as you said. You know, I think it's very easily they can win six games, get themselves in the playoff spot. Uh, you know, I, I, I believe that the Bills are going to be hard, you know, to beat them in the division. I think, you know, they got a pretty easy schedule. Uh, to take that division, but from a wild card standpoint, even the division, you, you know, you can't rule out the Patriots. They they are getting better week after week after week. Yeah, absolutely, and that's something, you know, I think we can agree that that uh, that, that that's um, uh, uh, historical, I guess. That uh, time after time, and and history uh, history will tell will tell itself that uh, the uh, what you call it. Um, the 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 Patriots always get better as the season progresses. They do. They you're absolutely correct. They really, really do. You know, looking ahead to schedule, they got the Jets, they got the Bills, and they got the Titans. I believe it's the Titans. And yep. I think they, they just lost Henry for, uh, until Week 15, which is the end of the season. It's not done for the season. So, yeah. So what you know, what I was what I was looking at uh, just recently was the Patriots' schedule ahead, and so these next four they've won two games. So we say a six game winning streak because the next four games they have the Panthers, which they should beat. They have the Browns, which they should beat. They have the Falcons, which they should beat. And like I've been saying the whole show, I didn't have them beating the Titans, but now that the Titans are without Derrick Henry. I think that opens the door up because I don't think the Titans are anything without Derrick Henry. So I think there we have uh, a six-game winning streak going into Buffalo against the Bills December 6th on Sunday. I think it's uh, Sunday night football. I don't know. It's Dece- uh, I'll have to check now to see when uh, when December 6th is, if it's a Thursday or uh Sunday. It is a oh Monday night football. I apologize. So a Monday night football showdown for the Patriots, um, which that can be a huge game. Can be a oh, huge absolutely. game. Of course, it, it could be absolutely. And you know, like you said with Carolina, you know, they, when they face Carolina, they don't have. I think Sam Donald's not in. He's out. He was the quarterback for the Jets a year ago, and and with McCaffrey not there. There's not much I don't think that team's going to do. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's going to be very, very interesting, and it's going to be fun to watch. But, you know, I wasn't as optimistic as I am now as I've been watching most of these games. You know, I was getting aggravated at the beginning. Yeah. You know, the first two or three games with uh, with Mac, and I'm saying, well, I know he's a rookie, and i got to think that in my head. But, you know, I also was blaming Belichick for just, like, not so much coddling him, but, you know, holding back, holding him back a little bit. You know, I remember in college, he was fantastic. That's why we drafted him in the first round. But uh, I think Belichick is letting go a little bit, and he's throwing more downfield. And, uh, you know, 
we'll, we'll have to see what happens. You know, some of his receivers, you know, like Bourne was a walk-on. He was an undrafted player, and he's been catching really well. Jacoby Myers isn't doing that well, uh, although he does. He gets a few catches, but uh, I'm waiting for his first touchdown. But that'll happen. Yeah. But no, I think I I, I agree, Harrison. I think we're going to see some good things with the Patriots between now and the end of the year. I really do. I really do. Uh, yep, I, I agree with you. I couldn't couldn't have said it better. Yeah, you know, and tonight we got the you know the uh, baseball game, and I don't know who I the think, majority is. I think for. I'm rooting for you, So I think, uh, but I, I might be wrong, but I think that game's tomorrow. Oh, uh, is it tomorrow night? I think so. I think game six is to... Uh, no, it is today. You're right. It is today. It yeah, is today. Had a travel day yesterday. So, yeah. Look at me. Yeah, Listen, I, I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you caught that. I was giving out false information the whole show, saying game game no, six... Game six tomorrow and game seven Thursday, but it's actually uh, game six tonight at 8.09 and uh, game seven tomorrow if needed. Um... And, man, I keep going with the false information. I was saying the game's in Atlanta. It's actually in Houston uh, tonight and tomorrow. So I was saying that the Braves have the uh, have the advantage, but I don't know. I say, I say Houston wins tonight. They go to a game seven, and I say the Braves win in, in uh, seven games. You think the Braves are winning seven? Well, that's yeah. okay because I'll take that because I, I, I'm rooting for the Braves. Uh, not that I dislike the the Astros, I don't, but um, I, I, I am rooting for the Braves. So it's going to be a fun night tonight to watch the game. It will be a good night. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, it, it's fun. It's nice. You know, it's nice having, it, um, you know, interesting sports on a lot now. You know, Saturday nights you have, you know, you have, or Saturday you have college football. Sunday you have NFL football. Monday Night Football Monday, and here we have Tuesday, Wednesday, the World Series, Thursday Night Football. You know, it's fun. It's exciting. It makes you watch TV, you know? It, it, it really does. It really does. You know, I'm sure my friend, even my friend Ray is in cloud nine this particular week. He's, you know, watching me because I know how lo- the love of him is sport. He just loves sport. So, yeah. Yeah, it's going it's, it's gonna to be a really great week, and yeah, uh, I haven't been listening for the last few because of work, but has anybody calling in and talking about fantasy football at all? Uh, no, not much. You can, uh, you can, you can hit on that. I know, I know you're a big fantasy football, uh, big fantasy football player. I am, yeah, I am a big player and, you know, studying every day, working hard at it every day, trying to keep ahead of everybody else. You know, I'm in a very competitive league. You know, I'm, I have a five and three record. There's a ten teams, and I'm in third place right now. We're the top four, but do make the playoffs. And uh, I have a five and three. My three losses have been very, you know, uh, by only a couple of points or less. I lost one week by one point. This week was my biggest loss margin. You know, I uh, the the team that I was playing scored 122 points. I scored 106. I got nothing from the Buffalo Bills receiver, Emmanuel Sanders. I thought he was going to have a good week, but he didn't. He didn't even get a catch. So, you know, just keep plugging away, you know, and let's, you know, hopefully people will call in and hopefully I do, you know, better than I have been. And it's a lot of fun. You know, it is a lot of work if you want to put time into it. But, yeah. Yeah, that's fun. That's, That's exciting. I never, you know, I never got into it myself. Um, but it's, you know, everybody that I know that does it, uh, loves it. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that, you know, it's really looking forward to because, you know, a lot of times when you're looking at the games on TV, it's not the who's winning or who's losing. It's a main question of who scored the touchdown, who manned the ball, who caught the passes. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, you're, you're drafting individual players, you know. Right. So right. I have John Allen as my quarterback, and I, you know, he didn't. He had an okay week last week, but you know, now they're playing the Jaguars this week, and they're playing the Jets the following week. So I should get a couple of good weeks out of him as far as touchdowns or just passing yards. So you know, and I have Zeke Elliott as my main running back, and Zeke's been doing really good year after year. 
So, you know, we'll, we'll have to see what happens. But Thanks yeah, for calling I, in, Bob. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, yeah, it was nice talking with you. And, uh, you know, it was always, I, I love listening to your show, and I'm glad I had the opportunity to do it today. All right, thank you. All right, so there's uh, Bob uh, from Methuen. And let's go to uh, Mo down the Cape. Mo, you there? I'm here. What, what what are you talking about on your show today? I hope it's not the Celtics. Well, well you know, there, there have been some angry fans calling in, talking about the Celtics and how bad they are, uh, talking about the Marcus Smart comments. But aside from that, we've been talking about uh, not much Bruins talk, but we've been talking about... Uh, uh, the World Series uh, tonight, Game 6, Game 7 tomorrow, uh, and also the Patriots having a big win uh, in L.A. this past weekend, beating the uh, Chargers. Sounds like you uh, have a cold. Yeah, well, so I attended the uh, the L.A. game out there in L.A. for my 21st birthday. I uh, flew back yesterday, and I have a little uh, head cold congestion from uh, from the uh, jet lag. Oh, well, you better take care of it. You know, you you can't be rushing around. You have to take care of yourself and and pace yourself. I know, but listen, all these all my loyal listeners every week and callers. I didn't want to take a week off. That's why I pushed it to Tuesday, so I could do oh, it. Oh well, listen. Uh, how come no one's talking about Boston's best team? The revolution, best team in Boston. So listen, that listen, you have a great point there. I, I personally, I'm not a soccer fan. I've never gotten gotten into soccer, but I, you know, you hear it in the background of conversations that yeah, the revolu- the revolution is playing very good. And soccer's not. I'm not a big soccer fan either, but it has improved enormously over the last couple of decades no I agree I think it's gotten a lot more popular um my brother went to went to you know my brother Zach he went uh he he went away uh to Spain uh to study abroad and he really fell in love with the game of soccer there and now he watches it all the time he'll watch it you know middle of the day he'll be watching it I can't do that I don't I don't have an interest in that but he does um, and now, especially with, uh, you know, you mentioned with Boston's hottest team, the Revolution, um, you know, they, uh, you know, it gives us Boston fans and New England fans something, another thing to watch. So there's even more hype uh, around soccer here because we have a good team. I've been watching some, uh, I've been attending uh, some high school football this fall. Very good. And I've seen, uh, I've seen uh, that Catholic Memorial High School team. They are like an, um, you know, SEC freshman team. Those kids are big. Yeah, yeah, they are. And good. They've, uh, I think, they're undefeated. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, but I know, I know the playoffs start this week. Um, did you happen to attend the, uh, Central Catholic, uh, Barnstable game this past Friday? No, I didn't see that game. Uh, it was kind of cold. Well, I just didn't go because I had been to a couple of them. All right. No problem. Didn't go to that one. Anyways, all right, I'm cheering for the Bruins, and I'm watching the Bruins because they're going to be exciting. they got a couple of young kids that are going to be real good. So I'm into the Bruins. Celtics, not too much. World Series, uh, I'd like to see the Braves win it, but not into it too much. All right, well, thanks for calling in as always, Mo. All right, you have a good evening. Take care of that, Cole. (laughs) I will. All right, so there's uh, Mo from uh, down the Cape there with some hot takes. And with that, let's go to uh, Bill from the car. Bill, what's going on? Harrison, you sound a little under the weather. Oh. A little bit of a too, too good time out, of, uh, out in L.A. Celebrating the big 2-1. As you know, had a great time out in L.A. Uh, you know, 
thank you for a great time out in L.A. And, uh, you know, the, the, the jet lag got to me yesterday. And, you know, I, I don't know what to say. Well, I, I guess so. I guess so. You gotta, now you gotta, you got to rest, uh, take a vacation from your vacation. That's right. But uh, what, did, what, did you, what did you think about uh, SoFi Stadium? Uh, so, listen, uh, I think that's the best stadium I've ever been in. So cool. Uh, wherever you sit, you have a you have a great seat. You can see everything. Uh, the other nice thing was was the big jumbotron high up in the middle that goes around the whole stadium. I mean it it uh, it's it's very it, it's very nice. Like I said, the nicest the nicest stadium. I'd say getting in there, the traffic was terrible. They have to do something about it. And as you know, the Super Bowl is going to be there this year. So between that and uh, LAX, they have to fix those both up with traffic because it's not Super Bowl ready by any means. Agreed, agreed. So speaking about Super Bowl ready, what do you think about the Patriots? Are they Super Bowl ready, Harrison? Well, listen, let me tell you this. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised... Well, okay, Super Bowl ready, no, okay? But what I like is talking about a path, talking about a path for the Patriots. A path is very talkable. They have won two games. We're talking about a possible six-game winning streak that they can go on. They play the Panthers this week, I'd say a win. They play the Browns, I'd say a win. They play the Falcons, I'd say a win again. And then, like I've been saying the whole show, I didn't think they were going to beat the Titans. But they're going to, I think, because Derrick Henry's out, and I think Derrick Henry is all that team has. So now you have six game, a six-game winning streak going into the Buffalo Bills uh, Monday night football game in Buffalo. That gives us a shot to win that game. And then the Colts is an automatic win. And then if we beat the Bills in Buffalo and then have the Bills again at Gillette, I say bing, bing, bada, boom, and then you have the Jaguars and the Dolphins I mean, there's a there's a long path. These losses might stop at four. It's possible. I could see them going eleven and six. I'm not. I'm very bullish on the path. I thought that win was huge for them out out there. Um, you know, their their defense. You know, Dante Hightower on that long run. He tried to arm tackle that guy, and then the guy went off and, and ran 50, 50 yards. And I've seen That's right. much of that out of him. They're still making mistakes. They're still, they're still doing some stuff that they normally don't do. Um, so they need to work on the little things. But, you know, definitely bullish on the path. Back-to-back wins. Like what I see. I don't like what I see, uh, you know, regarding the Celtics. But... The season's young. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I think Marcus Smart was, you know, trying to be a leader, but took the wrong path last night doing it in the, in the media. Should have did it behind closed doors. I think they'll get that fixed. Um, but, you know, they need to go to the hoop. Tatum needs to go to the hoop. J- Jalen Brown needs to go to the hoop more. They just want to complain to the reps, you know, and, they, those guys need to mature for sure, but um, but yeah, I, I know you're against the clock, Harrison. Glad you had fun out in L.A. Um, and uh, let's uh, let's hope for some uh, for another win out of the past this coming week. All right, and, and before you get off, uh, I'd like to give kudos to Bill from the car. He did beat um, myself and uh, and my brother uh, in golf out at Annadale Golf Club. So uh, congratulations on the win, on the wind bill from the car. I almost drove off the road. Thank you. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you later. See you later. All right, so there's our bill from the car uh, for you. Wrapping up the program here on a Tuesday after uh, evening uh, here in Methuen Election Day. Don't forget to go out and vote if you haven't already, and to tune in at seven thirty. On uh, Methuen Community Studios, where we'll, we'll, we'll have all things election covers uh, coverage in Methuen. Again, coming up at 7.30. I'd like to thank everybody for uh, calling in today, all my listeners, all my loyal listeners. Like I say every week, this show would not be what it is 
without you week in and week out. For day-to-day hourly updates, follow me on Twitter, Harrison Chase 5. That's Harrison Chase 5 on Twitter for day-to-day hourly updates. Good night, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Talk with Harrison Chase, Mondays at 5, only on Methuen Community Studios.